0: Car Talk is presented by Gates Automotive, Northern Indiana's premier local-owned auto dealer, specializing in Toyota, Chevy, and pre-owned vehicle sales and service. Gates Automotive has locations in South Bend, Mishawaka, Granger, and Elkhart. For more information, visit gatesautomotive.com. Hey everyone, JC here. Thanks for tuning in for this episode of Car Talk, presented by Gates Automotive, where we talk about everything car-related, from buying, selling, to financing, and servicing. Today's guest spends a lot of his time being passionate about everything he does, whether he's at home, pouring into his family, or working on developing his team at work. He also helps customers discover the best financing options for them, and really puts them first. I'd like to introduce you to Mr. Greg Wolf. Happy to be here, Jordan, it's awesome. pretty cool. Well, great, thanks for doing this, thanks for making time out of your day to do this. Um, I know you mentioned this was your first podcast, yeah, um, and maybe even first interview this, set up like this, so thank you for stepping onto your comfort zone and doing this. I'm excited to be here. You ready for the first part? Let's do it. Okay, the first part is a 30 second rundown. Okay. I'm gonna throw as many questions as you as possible. Um, you're gonna try and answer as many as possible in 30 seconds. Let's start the clock. All right, here we go. <laughs> Here's the true test, right? Three,
1: two. One. What's your full name? Gregory Wolf. Where were you born? Munster, Indiana. Where'd you grow up? I grew up in Maryville, Indiana. Where'd you go to high school? Went to Hammond Baptist High School. Are you married? I am. When did you get married? Uh, I got married October 3rd, uh, 2021. And how many kids do you have? Three. All right. Let's stop that for a second. We got a lot done, man. Look at that. I didn't hear that one question. That's why I, I paused. I was like, yeah, you were like, what's he asking me? Ooh, what? Huh? <laughs> uh, we've got three more we'll get through real quick just to kind of sum them up. Sure. When did you start at Gates? Started at Gates, I've worked at Gates twice, so it's kind of cool. a trick question. Started True. in 2011, um, in the summer of 2011. Great, and what roles have you had here at Gates, and what are you doing currently? Sure, absolutely, so uh, been in sales, uh, that's where I started. I worked a little bit in the internet department when I first started the first couple weeks, um, and then moved right out to the sales floor, so sold cars for Gates for a while, and then moved into the finance office, and then have been transitioning into doing finance, and also doing part of uh, sales managing as well. Great, I think you're a huge asset to the team, just because you're
0: passionate about everything you do. And whatever you've done, whether it's sales, whether it's finance, whether you've taken care of filling in for sales managers while they're gone, you've just done a very great job at that. And I think it's because you love what you do. I do. Uh, the same thing with your family, you love your family. You're for just sure. so committed to putting them first and making that work.
1: And uh, so your kids, what ages are they? So I've got, my oldest is 10, Carly. Um, and then I've got Natalie, who is six, and then I have a one-year-old uh, that is a handful. So. <laughs> Naya is Naya's a handful, huh? Yeah,
0: <laughs> as expected. though. Yeah, right? true. What do you expect at one, right? Yeah. <laughs> Great. Uh, let's talk about uh, finance-related stuff. Sure. Let's start with that. Let's start with the big question. Okay. Why would someone uh, do a lease instead of buying a car and financing it that way? What are What are some trade offs sure. between the two?
1: So there's. Um, I was actually doing some research on this yesterday. Uh, Didn't know that this was gonna be a question. I'm doing some training on leasing for some of the new guys. Yeah. Um, And the biggest thing is that I was doing some, putting together some notes was leasing, buying, situational for uh, customers. One way could be the best way to buy a car for some customers, and another way could be the best situation to lease a car for other customers. It's Very situational. There's some pros and cons to both, it depends on basically what the customer needs. Um, The biggest thing is if a customer, how their buying habits are. If a customer is a type that likes to trade in and out of vehicles, it really doesn't make sense for them to finance a vehicle for a very long period of time. It'd be more beneficial and financially better for them just to lease the vehicle if they're gonna be trading in and out of the vehicle. That's the biggest determining factor, is if how long do you really wanna keep your vehicle.
0: Exactly. So when they're leasing, they're going to get a new vehicle, whatever their lease term is. Correct. Whether it's now they could do a two-year. I think you can do two years with GM. Is that right? You can. You, so can. you can. So
1: do two it. years, three years. Is there they a, a four-year for yeah. sure? Yeah. Cool. So yeah, so, uh, have got some options. We we don't just finance with GM Financial. There's a few other different lenders that we use too as well for some leasing um, opportunities that. Uh, makes it a little bit more competitive so it makes it better for, you know, might be a better lease option with another lender which just helps the consumer for sure.
0: Exactly and Mike
1: and I were talking about this the other day
0: is we have so many options available and we help really slow down that process so we can help find out the best option for that customer, for their financing needs because it's not cookie cutter. Absolutely. There's so many different things we could go through and discuss. Um, So with leasing, I guess the biggest drawback that you wouldn't want to do leasing maybe is a mileage term.
1: Sure, I mean if you're the type of person that hey I've got kids in school and we're doing travel this, travel that, leasing might not be the best way to go because there is a miles restriction and you can take up to 15,000 miles a year which is a lot you know over the course of your lease. So even still some people think oh I I can't lease, I drive too much and then you really break down how much they're driving and they're not. I mean they're driving maybe you know, eleven, twelve thousand 12,000 on an average. So exactly, it's really just diving in and really giving it a lot of thought for the customer and really figuring out if it is the best situation for them. Exactly, and even if they do go over on mileage,
0: it's not the end of the world, especially if they're questioning if they're gonna buy the car. Correct. There's it's, kind of two options. I think you either pay a penalty or you, uh, you can still buy out the vehicle at that absolutely. point, you?
1: So if, if you yeah. are ever, um, you know, the mindset that, oh, I love this vehicle after I've leased it, you can buy the vehicle out. You're not penalized for anything that you go over, um, which is a nice thing, and then more gates too. We always say that too. A lot of times when it gets close, um, that's our line. Come in, there's always a lot of options that we uh, have available to you if you are starting to get close on miles. I love how we do everything to put the customer first. When they're
0: buying their car, when they're turning their lease in, when they're trying to figure out what to trade it in on, when they come to service their car. There's just so many things we do to put that customer first. Why? Why else do you think Gates is so different than other dealers here in this area? Well,
1: you, you nailed it. We're nothing without our customers. So and yeah, that, that's exactly what it, that's what it ultimately comes down to. And if we're, you know, if we're of the mindset that oh, you know, we're just this great company, it, we're nothing without them. So we have to treat them in a way that we want them to come back. And the biggest thing that we are different is we give them an experience that they don't get at other places, um, with just the culture and the mindset that we have. Um, You know, from the top down, all the employees have it and that's kind of what we why we set ourselves apart. That's great. I love that about
0: everything you've said. There are a lot of people out there that hate the finance department.
1: Sure. Why do you think they hate the finance department and why is that different when they come to Gates? Sure. So the finance office gets the stigma that um, I think for a lot of people they're just, they don't know what to expect. Um, in the past, maybe they've had a bad experience of something going wrong, something that they thought was gonna happen, and then it didn't, um, and so it's just a, it's a stigma that that's on the finance office, and it's our job, and what we try to do, you know, first and foremost, as soon as we meet somebody, is kinda tell them, hey, I don't know what you've kinda been through in the past, <laughs> we're a whole lot different than any other finance department, yeah. and we wanna take care of you at the end of the day. We, want, we don't want you to feel um, any type of way, but, but that you're being taken care of.
0: That's great. You guys have such a great team over there at Chevy in your finance department. Yeah. Um, obviously, that's where we kind of uh, grow the team too as a whole for all of Gates Automotive is when sure. we do add people. Uh, at Chevy, there's, it's basically been the training ground. Yeah. So We bring them in there. We put them on a three-month training program <laughs> and it's really hard to get through that. Sure. Uh, they work bell to bell. So what that means is open to close. Six days a week. Six days a week. Yeah. No days off know nothing. 90 days. Because you want to see how committed they are. Sure. And that's what we've done forever. Uh, so there's a huge uh, advantage to that. But even at, at Chevy with you guys, your team is just so well built. And you guys spend so much time pouring into each other so that everybody's doing the right thing all the time. Sure. If someone needs help, you're willing to step in to help them. Um, when there's a lead role that's out, someone steps up and takes care of that. You
1: guys have done an awesome job at that. I think we balance each other out. That's the biggest part True. Of, of of having a team. Somebody's good somewhere else. This guy understands his strength, and then when you understand that, hey, you have a common goal, um, and you guys are just trying to win. Um, there's no okay. ego trip that uh, kind of pulls you down. It we're there to build each other up, which is kind of the mindset that we've had. That's great. And again, it's just a huge, uh, huge props
0: to you guys for you guys for having such a great team over there. Mike has mm-hmm. done a great job at setting that pace. Uh you you have done an awesome job at continuing on with that and it doesn't even just stop at your team. It's it's the entire team at Chevy. Not just in sales but also in service. They've yeah. they've just done a great job at that. And I guess we can only thank the the owners for that. Yeah. Just the <laughs> it, it's
1: been trickled down. Yeah, I mean I, I wasn't the first person to come up with with how it's uh, Yeah, you're right, so. <laughs> yeah. Just following the footsteps. So. Yeah, exactly. There's been a road that's been paved for us up to this
0: point, 100%. and we've done a good job at kind of taking and uh, taking it further to see where yeah. else is going to go. Absolutely. Let's talk about the new car shortage. Okay. That's been a huge issue the last year, year and a half. Well, let's say a year about that.
1: About a year, yeah. and
0: I think it's going it to continue to affect us the next few months, maybe even three to five months. They're talking about having this fixed by third quarter of this year, at least for Chevy, but. There's also like a recovery period because we might have, we're supposed to have between 150 and 200 cars on the ground. Sure. Do you know how many cars, new cars, they had on the ground this morning?
1: Uh, I think we have two. Uh, Isn't that crazy? This morning, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> to think of, I was talking to Aaron, the new car manager, um, just the other day and- uh, Shout out to
0: Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out to
1: Aaron. Um, <laughs> behind his desk, they're, they're, that's where we put all the keys and every single slot used to be filled. Um, with a key, I think that holds over 200 cars and some of them were even doubled up. Um, just to remember back, that wasn't even that long ago that we used to have you know, over 250 you know, new cars on the ground. That's right. Seems crazy to even think about now. Exactly.
0: And even when you look at the model breakdown, there were certain models that we had 70 or 80
1: of. Oh, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, we had a whole holding lot, um, not even by the dealership. (laughs) That was just, you know, it's over there. Go find it. Yeah. Yeah. Needle
0: in a haystack. Yeah. How crazy. Yeah. And I think what people don't understand is it's not just going to be the faucets turn on again, it's going to be a slow recovery period for inventory levels. Sure. Uh, today we might have two or three on the ground, and even though GM is picking up production for the next few months, that doesn't mean that one day we're just going to have a hundred on the ground right now to
1: choose from. Sure. The biggest thing is too right now is um, just the way the car new car buying process is. Um, we have a stack of I think it's sixty plus orders that have already been sold. Wow. Um, with an additional stack, there's two separate stacks of vehicles that we still need to order. Um, that we haven't been able to place orders for, maybe, I don't know, 20 or 30 uh, plus in that stack. So close to 100 cars. So filling that and trying to just catch up is just a a cycle in itself. But um, luckily we've been able to maintain and then the vehicles that come in, we're able to move them pretty quickly if they haven't already been sold. Exactly, so we're selling so
0: deep on some of these uh, models that even if we can't, like let's say an allocation drop happens. Mm -hmm. Maybe we're only allocated Five of that one model for the next month. Well, we might have ten or fifteen of those sold. Correct. So it's not even possible to fill that.
1: And and it's hard for us um, as a dealership to. We want to you know tell the consumer, hey, keep them updated, right? Everybody yeah. wants to know, hey, I you know I put an order in and I'm excited about my new vehicle. Exactly. And we don't want to give them false hope either, though. So that, that's the yeah. biggest thing that we try to make ourselves different from as well is try to say, hey, we're going to give you a realistic. This is what they're saying. Um, we don't know if it's going to happen or not, but uh, we're, it's still the best place to buy a car. So we're optimistic that hopefully it's going to come in sooner than later, um, but eventually the car will be here. Yeah. Is what we're trying to, you know, the message we're trying to give off.
0: Exactly. What kind of advice would you give to a new car
1: buyer that's looking for a new Chevy right now? So the biggest thing is um, it's never been a better time. It sounds crazy to buy a car, especially if you have a trade in vehicle. That's very true. Um, and that's why if you are in the market to buy and you know looking for a car it's never been a better time in the history um with you may have to wait um somebody came into the dealership i want to say it was two or three weeks ago and they uh they said they were selling cars in the 60s or 70s at gates and they said it oh, was my word. the 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 parallel that they were drawing was that how they used to um Buy new cars. People used to buy new cars. They used to order them. That's how it was done way back when. They didn't buy off the showroom floor. You you know you you picked out everything you wanted and you ordered it from the manufacturer. And that's kind of what we've gone back to inadvertently uh, with the, with the shortage. Uh, but it's kind of how it how it was back then. They didn't have you know a bunch of inventory on the lot. So. Um, How I'd, crazy I'd, to think about that too. The '60s or '70s, yeah. I
0: guarantee that they mailed that into GM too. Yeah, oh, there was no electronic sure. processing.
1: I don't even know if fax was around in the '60s or '70s. Sure, sure. <laughs> it's crazy to think about. But I would just tell you know anybody that's looking for a new car, um, if you are able to you know hang out and wait for two or three months, uh, come in at least put some type of order in. Um, you're gonna be happy you did because you're gonna get a good, really good deal. One, especially on your trade vehicle. And then exactly. two on the vehicle that you're, uh, that you're getting from us.
0: Exactly. And I think that comes down to not waiting. If you wait, it's only going to get deeper. Right. The, the order. So exactly. once you get your spot there, it's only going to move up. And you're locked in. So exactly. That, that's the good thing. Exactly. And there's still some flexibility. So if they come in today and they say, hey, I want to buy a... So my my neighbor, he was looking at trailblazers. Sure. Um, they ended up buying an Equinox from us. But he's also looking at a new blazer for himself. Yeah. And one thing he's able to do is put money down, save his spot in line, even though he doesn't really know the exact options that he wants right now. That's kind of the cool thing is he can save his spot, and when it comes time, he can say, hey, it it is this color, it is these
1: options. It makes it very cool for the consumer to be able to say, hey, I built my exact vehicle. How cool. You know, in the past, you just were like, hey, this is the one that we have here. It's kind of got maybe missing one or two things that you might want, but it's here. (laughs) Yeah. In this case, you get to say, hey, from the ground up, I got to, you know, pick out all the options. I got to pick this color, that color, and then it was built specifically for me. That's a pretty cool thing to be able to say you've been, you know, that you got to do, I think.
0: Yeah, I think so too. You get to basically personalize your own vehicle. Exactly. As long as you're patient and willing to wait for it to come, which most people are, then you get exactly what you're looking for. Exactly. And even if you have a trade-in, just like you said, it's not a better time to do it because your trade has never been worth more. If you do have a lease, you maybe are on a little bit of a deadline, but I think you can extend your lease yeah, so by a few
1: months. Chevy and GM um, have all, they've kinda understood what's been going <laughs> yeah. on. Um, so they're they're allowing um, lease extensions as long as you have a vehicle picked out and you have an order in for another one, um, they're willing to uh, let you extend your lease until that vehicle gets here. So yeah, so getting that process started is is the most important thing, especially if you have a lease coming up, I would definitely encourage you to come in and, uh, and get the ball rolling. Yeah, great. Now let's transition to uh, the company itself. If there was
0: a new salesperson that's starting at Gates Automotive, let's say they're in sales, let's say they're in service, what would you tell them about Gates as far as what our culture is?
1: Yeah, so we've actually had the opportunity. We've got four new um, sales guys and um, the biggest thing that we try to instill into them is that uh, the culture around Gates is that we care about our customers. Um, we're not the dealership that just wants to, you know, meet somebody, sell them a car, and then never see them again. That that's not who we are. We believe in that the customer experience is the most important thing, and so that's what we tell them from the start. Treat your customers how you would want to be treated. Um, you may not know everything, um, especially when you're new, but Gates as an organization is going to stand behind you, and we've got the proper people to make sure that you're successful. Um, and a lot of A lot of other places don't really, you know, they just want you to sell a car. We want to help you be successful. So that's the kind of attitude that uh, that we try to pour out to the new guys.
0: I think so too. And at the base of our culture is we've been here for so long. There's been multiple generations of the family that's been involved in Gates Automotive. And they've really laid that groundwork is we want this to be around. For another ninety years, for sure. We not only want to be around for our generation, but also their 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 kids and their kids' kids. Sure. So that there is only more for everybody. And it, Mike said it best is um, the other day on an episode. Mike said it best was it's not even just about their family. It's for Greg's family. It's for my family. Yeah. They're, they're helping us be a part of that, and they're helping the community have a great place where they have the best prices with the best selections so that we're around for a very long time.
1: And we want people to understand that while, you know, look, and we'll probably get into this in a little bit, while the car business and buying a car is different and ever-changing, yeah. Gates, Gates is trying to do the same thing, and they want to make sure that while it's changing, you still have a place that you can go to that you don't have to be worried about and that you can trust. That's what we want. Exactly. What do you think has changed over the last, let's say,
0: decade or two decades as far as the car industry goes? Wow. That's a loaded question. (laughs) There's so (laughs) much.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, the biggest thing, obviously, um, technology in vehicles um, has been, has changed so much just in the actual product itself. Um, The lineup that Chevy puts out, I mean, it's just amazing. Um, All the different features, everything that they have, the the styling, um, just, great great you know product um that's one thing uh the other thing too is just how you sell a car um used to be you know the the way you advertise was just people coming in the newspaper um ads things like that uh anymore the majority of the leads are generated from online and people are surfing they're looking here they're looking there and that's how you know they come to find your car they may be you know 30 45 even an hour away but they found your car online. Um, and so we're transitioning and trying to figure out, hey, how's the best way to service those type of people as well. That's right. I'm uh, um, in that type of customer base. So. Ex- exactly,
0: and even on our last episode, we had Andrea on, and a shout out to Andrea. Yeah. So what she does is she's the internet sales manager at the Chevy store, and she helps serve those customers that you're talking about. The ones that come in through digital lead sources. Sure. So that they can have their, her staff help put that customer and serve them before they even show up. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what's also changed big time. Just like you said, you hit it right on the head is people buy cars from distances now. Yeah. And they will contact us. We'll work with them before they even get here. Sure. And I mean, that's, that's been going on for many years. It's not like it just happened this year. Uh, But I think we just need to continue changing to meet their needs. And Gates has done such a great job at that.
1: And I think it, you know, just the way, um, everybody has the opportunity to look and see hey you know there's another car over here this is the price point you know Gates has done a very good job of, of being consistent and being the best price in the area exactly. as far as their vehicles go we've always um, been that way exactly there are
0: other dealers right now that are new dealers that are doing huge market adjustments on these new cars yeah, yeah. and it's all for the sake of I mean there's obviously good and bad to it for sure there's a balance to it yeah, I but think there, so. Yeah, and there are some dealers out there that are doing like a thirty thousand dollar markup on some of these cars. There was a new Cadillac Escalade with all the options. MSRP was supposed to be like one oh four something like that. Mm-hmm. The dealer sold it for like one fifty something. That seems crazy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and they do it to rationalize that well we need to have this available for who needs it. And that's how they take care of that, but that's not the gateway. Is we do it more through volume. Sure. And that's how we've always been able to do that. So these local customers that do come to us, they are able to buy these vehicles for what they should be
1: able to. Exactly. And and we want them to. At the end of the day, the, you know, a couple of years, we don't th- want them to think back like, oh man, I was I was taken advantage of. Yeah. That. That's not the attitude that we want. Them exactly. To, to have gone through. We want them to know, hey, we still took care of you even when times were tough. We were there for you.
0: Exactly. I love that about Gates. We're always
1: just putting the customer first
0: every avenue possible. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, let's talk about when you were selling cars. Absolutely. Cool. So
1: you did that for many years. Yeah. What was your favorite part about selling? Man, there's so many um, to try to put your finger on one, be tough. Um, The biggest thing is just the excitement of helping uh, somebody, you know, just find that car that they, that they're looking for. Yeah. Um, The thrill of the sale is a real thing. Um, the excitement that, it come, that comes from, hey, when somebody buys it, it is kind of hard to even put in words. Um, but that's one thing that was really cool, just helping families you know find their next vehicle um, and then being able to like, get those same family to come back to you. I mean, that, that's another yeah. uh, one of the cool things about Gates, the relationships that you build with, uh, with the community. How cool is it that you help someone buy a car and then
0: months later, a year later, two years later, they text you? For and sure. they say, hey, I'm looking for another car again. That still happens. <laughs> exactly. So, not so, but still happens. I'm always selling. Still happens. <laughs> and then it'll continue to happen. Absolutely. <laughs> That's what we try to instill into our staff is, hey, this will happen. Mm-hmm. When you take care of your customer and you put them first at every avenue possible, yeah. they will come back to you so that you can help
1: them again. Exactly. And it's about being genuine. I think at the end right. of the day that's right. And authentic and all that. Yeah, that's what that's what customers are looking for and they can they can sniff it out quicker than anything yeah. if you're not genuine with them. If you're genuine, they're going to come back to you. If you treated them right and did the right thing, they they want somebody to that they can trust. And we've said that a couple of times already today, but that's what they're looking for. Exactly.
0: Now, the Toyota, I'm sorry. So with Toyota, they are moving towards more of a hybrid setup. With Chevy, they're doing something pretty similar where they're going more in and putting money towards the electric vehicles that are available. Super exciting. Yeah, and in the next couple years, if I remember correctly, they wanted to have 26 new electric vehicles announced by 2026.
1: Very, very cool stuff happening in Chevy. (laughs) Yeah,
0: And I also think that their current models that they have today, they've never looked better.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're sharp looking vehicles. Um, the release just happened for that new EV uh, Silverado. That's right. Which is a sharp-looking truck. Um, <laughs> what do you think about the new Silverado EV? Oh man, I, th- I think. Thank you for asking. Let me <laughs> tell you about it. Now. <laughs> uh, no, I think it's a beautiful, beautiful vehicle. Um, they've done. A, they did a good job all the way around styling purposes. Um, just all the, you know, all the features that it's going to have. Um, you know, people. You know do I want an electric car is it going to look like a you know in their mind you know some little tiny vehicle you know and being able to put that in a truck is is a pretty cool thing
0: yeah and how cool is it that it's not like a huge price difference between a normal normal Silverado and the EV one now they haven't announced prices i know that sure but the technology is there now if you look at the way that other manufacturers like Tesla Rivian have gone through and put research into this kind of stuff. It now exists so that it's a it's more affordable. Absolutely. Now, obviously, some people look at that and say that's not affordable, but it's more it's more affordable than what it used to be. Like you used to have to spend a hundred to two hundred thousand dollars just to even touch a decent electric vehicle. Right. Chevy's done a good job at providing cheaper options. Even their uh, they did a Volt. I know that wasn't pure electric because they had an extender on it, but they did have a Spark EV.
1: Spark V, the Bolt, um, and, the, and the Bolt. You're the right. Bolt is a very good one um, that gives you a lot of range, um, and then price point. and And they were incentivizing these things crazy yeah, too, when they right. first come out too. So, you know, there's, there's just a lot of pros to go. It's the it's more we're going more towards electric than we're going towards gas. I would say so. I think so too. Um, it's just uh, it's just a matter of the switch and when it's going to you know turn over completely to that. So exactly, and part of that's because of the regulations that
0: either the uh, federal level has or the state level. For example, to sell in if uh, I probably don't have this stat correctly, but to sell vehicles in California, at least three percent of the vehicles that you sell have to be uh, electric vehicles, pure electric. Mm-hmm. So
1: there are sc- incentives to say do that. that stat right? So okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if not, it's close to that. Yeah. They, <laughs> so um, we actually had some. We had a, a bolt come back in on uh, on a trade. And uh, somebody from California uh, just bought it uh, no just a couple nights ago. So, yeah. Kind of crazy. So, let's talk about the bolt real fast. Yeah, sure. Um, I know that there's some negative
0: uh, impacts that the bolt has had. So, let's just talk about that real quick. Yeah.
1: There's a recall out battery, right? Everybody, easy fix. Well, <laughs> they say easy fix. So, it's going to be it's an extensive fix. It's a, you know, a repair that is for all of the bolts that are out there, um, it's a recall just like you know, your recalls on other vehicles, and that, yeah. that's the thing not to freak out about, yeah. is there's, they've been having recalls since they started making vehicles, so there's always been something, um, most of the time there's something with new models that they have to figure out that they've you know, worked through to understand, hey, we should probably do it better this time, and then they come out with a recall and they fix it, and then we move on, so. Exactly. Nothing to freak
0: out about. It sounded so scary. Good, yeah. it, exactly, it's a great vehicle, and even with the recall, it's a free repair. It's all included. We take care of that for you because we are a Chevy authorized service center. Uh, with the bolt too, the, uh, there were some people that freaked out about it because. Chevy said, You can't park this in your garage. You can't do this, you can't do that.
1: Right. right Even right. though
0: it was a percentage of a percentage of vehicles that were affected. Sure. I
1: think they just did that to cover their own butts. Sure. It's just a safety measure. Yeah. Um as anybody, you know, in business would tell you, hey, that this is liability purposes. Let's just yeah. say this uh blanket statement. Again, nothing to worry about. They're gonna they've Chevy's got the smartest engineers and uh in in design and, and in any electrical stuff so they'll they'll be able to figure it out for sure
0: and it's all covered they're putting staff dedicated towards that yeah. um all that's already taken care of they just have to have the parts there to be able to fix it for sure uh so we will they will be able to take care of those repairs and then even even beyond that Chevy goes way out of their way to protect themselves uh even on small recalls like let's say that the floor mats Had a recall on them. We are not legally, by Chevy, allowed to sell that vehicle. (laughs) Right. Yeah. They put a
1: they put a whole stop on it. If something like that, or they put a stop on um, on some vehicles that came in with tonneau covers that had a latch that might have been missing. Yeah. Uh, That's just them covering their butts. (laughs) Yep. Covering. Cover their butts, as yeah. Jordan would say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but they've done a huge uh, dedicated effort towards electric vehicles. Obviously, the Silverado
1: EV that they're bringing out. I think that's going to be a huge thing. Yeah. For this area. I mean, they're saying they're going to go to the Equinox, the, the Blazer. Wow. All these things are going to be EV here pretty soon, too. So pretty exciting stuff. Yeah exactly and they're just offering that more just like you said they're starting
0: to move towards that they're not jumping in the deep end entirely Um, but you're right there are consumers that are changing more towards the hybrid or the electric vehicle side Mm -hmm. instead of the internal combustion engine just because it's a better option it's better fuel economy it's better investment it's better for the environment. Right. And there are federal incentives out there for manufacturers to do that. Right And, and
1: again it's just because we did things for so long one way doesn't yeah. mean the next <laughs> way is wrong. It just yeah. means it's a new thing. It's new. So, uh, just getting adjusted and used to that is something that I think might take a little bit of time, but will happen. So Exactly. and I think it's going
0: to be consumers that decide that. For sure. And we'll see that over the next five or ten years as far as what kind of uh, overflow we have from the internal combustion engine to a hybrid
1: or a EV vehicle. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty exciting. Pretty cool. <laughs> we saw... Um, one of the new Hummer uh, um, truck EVs out at the mall uh, just a couple weeks ago. So somebody, no somebody around here has one, and uh, I didn't even know those were cool. available to yeah. the public. Available. That's just cool. Charging up at the mall. Yeah. <laughs> so pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff.
0: That's great. Yeah. And Chevy's product right now has never looked better. The Blazer, the Trailblazer. The Traverse, the Equinox, with yep. the refreshes, they've done a really great job at taking that to the next level. They, they look have.
1: great. They don't. Uh, one thing I, I appreciate about Chevy is they don't just stick with something and then just you know run it for five years and no, don't do any updates. They, they're always ever changing, ever getting a little bit better, interior, exterior. They're, they're just top of the line and have always just pushed themselves to be you know just a little bit better every single year, which is why I think they're the most successful brand out there. I think so too. Yeah. Now I know you're a Chevy man. Yeah. Let's talk about what you drive. (laughs) Yeah. Sure. (laughs) What do you, what do you you drive? What does your wife drive? Yeah. So I drive a 2022 Tahoe um, and then the wife drives a 2021 Traverse. Traverse. Yeah. Yeah. Both great options. The Traverse, obviously that's a third
0: row SUV that they offer. That's very affordable. Then your Tahoe, that's a nice vehicle.
1: Very nice. Especially with the body style update. Yeah. I was (laughs) excited. Um, the opportunity presented itself. It wasn't sold. It was available. I was coming up on my lease, and uh, was able to get into a lease on the Tahoe, and it worked. Made sense. I actually lowered my payment, which seems crazy. How crazy to, be able to do <laughs> on a Tahoe? Uh, so I was happy about it for
0: sure. That's awesome. Well, that's why leasing is so effective for some people. For is sure. If you are getting out of a vehicle every couple years, then you can get something that's affordable and then you're only buying that one portion of the vehicle as opposed to having to purchase the entire vehicle
1: yeah the way i mean the total investment a lot of times is what i look at hey how much am i spending total True. on a vehicle right each year i try to like say hey this is what i think is what works for me um and i think you know families and people how they buy cars should should look at it that way yeah. what's your total investment going to be so i look at it hey you know, if I buy this vehicle, I'm gonna be spending, you know, sixty five, seventy thousand, however much it costs. Um, if I'm leasing it, my total investment might only be eighteen to twenty thousand dollars. So true. That's that's the difference, the you know, eighteen, 000, twenty thousand dollars. It's hard to find a used vehicle for that kind of price right <laughs> yeah, now. So exactly. if you think about it that way, hey, I'm, you know, I'm only spending eighteen to twenty thousand on a brand new twenty twenty two Tahoe. You know, that it might encourage some people to say, Hey, if I think that might be the better route to take exactly and if you want the factory warranty coverage
0: so that you're Absolutely. covered for that entire period right you don't have to worry about any mechanical or anything you know you're covered under the manufacturer stuff so exactly and even at the end of that period if you still want to buy that
1: vehicle you have the chance to right and and the biggest thing that I always uh, when I was selling cars and explaining leases is um, you were the person who drove this car, so you know you know what it's kind of That's been through. True. Yeah, um, you're not having to go you know find a vehicle three years old that you don't know how that owner took care of it. You were the one who took care of it. So if you do, if you do want to buy it out, that gives you another options i like options i like keeping my options open yeah i don't like to be tied down for a loan for you know 84 months some people you know they're okay because they're they know they're just going to keep it forever so that's fine for them it works for them for me i like to know hey in three years if i want to do something different i can do that so I, then my last lease i only did 24 months so, really, yeah. Did did the short term? Yeah, yeah. So the traverse that we yeah. they're releasing that's a twenty seven. We like to keep it. Uh, when you work at a dealership, uh, so many True. nice things come through. So it's like you get the itch quite often. So <laughs> exactly. The, it, the next uh, one
0: comes in, you're like, oh, yeah, we go. exactly. So <laughs> I'm calling Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> that's great, and obviously Chevy is an awesome product. Uh, there's a lot of things that they do really well. It's designed really well, um, whether it's the actual cosmetic aesthetic of it or also the safety features. For sure. And they're also very comfortable.
1: So Chevy has made it a very big uh, focus on all their safety stuff. They've made it. Um, a priority in a lot of their even lower trim levels to make sure that it's just come standard um, and that's i think a testament to what they what they stand behind too is they want to make sure that the customer at the end of the day is is being safe and the, the car that they drive is a safe vehicle um, you know top ratings all the way across the board for the last I don't know, however many years but yeah. they've been just number one um so that, that's a that's just a testament to what
0: the product they have, that they've built exactly and their engineers have been working on that for decades, let's say for sure. And they they've just are they're trying to bring the best every single time that they release something, mm-hmm. whether it's the uh, updated Traverse or the refreshed look of the Equinox or the brand new Silverado EV. Yeah, it's just really cool to see that. Very. What do you think
1: the future holds for Chevy? Wow, again, you have loaded <laughs> questions. Yeah. Uh, no, I think uh, Chevy is uh, on the rise. There's a lot of cool things that they're doing. Um, we've never sold more Corvettes in a year than we have, and with that launch. True um with the new c8 and then the z06 um, that's coming um is just a great great thing for chevy they've done uh, an excellent job handling all that um and then yeah with the future of electric is is pretty exciting to think about they're not going anywhere for a long time that's for sure exactly what do you think the future holds for gates automotive same type of uh <laughs> same type of answer there i could say we're not going anywhere been here for a long time and the, the ultimate goal is just to make sure we're, Doing what we're supposed to do for our customers day in and day out, um, and then uh, just be successful um, is what uh, Gates is all about.
0: Exactly. Something exciting that we're doing in the next few months is breaking ground on the new Chevy store here in South Bend. Super exciting. So that's really cool to see. Um, it's, it's, kind of inspiring to see the fact that they're able to bring Chevy to South Bend. I know it started in South Bend, yeah, yeah. Um, and then we uh, downsized it to a satellite store in Mishawaka. but it's cool to see that we're coming back to South Bend, that we're growing, that we're expanding, but it's because consumers want that. Yeah, and I think they
1: desire it. Consumers want to. They they've known the the Gates name as Chevy um, in this area specifically, so that's a very very cool thing. Um, And they, you know, I don't know how many times I've heard people in my office come in and oh, the old Chevy store and downtown, (laughs) you know, South (laughs) Bend and the old Sears building. I've heard it so many times. So it's very 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 cool for a lot of those people to. You know, to get the, obviously we're coming back to to South Bend, so it's pretty cool. Um, It's kind of a full circle thing, and it'll be a brand new dealership, state of the art, so that'll be pretty cool, too.
0: It's cool. I mean, they're literally going to do it from the ground up for that new store. It's cool to see. They're going to have a lot of great inventory once that opens up. Yeah. So that's cool. Uh, Ground, they're going to plan on breaking ground in March of this year of 21, 21. Super exciting stuff. Yeah, exactly. And they hope to have it done in about twelve months. Now, that's also construction timelines. Yeah, yeah. so we know <laughs> right. that that will change, right? Gosh, construction—you <laughs> yeah. got to plan for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, so we talked about what the future of Chevy, uh, what the what the future holds for Chevy, what the future holds for Gates. What does the future hold for
1: Greg Wolf? Yeah, that's <laughs> we're going to it again. Yeah, no, yeah. I think um, so. Gates is just a. Great organization. Um, The future for me is here. Uh, Gates is again just an amazing place to work for. Um, I appreciate just you know just what they've dove in and given to me, um, which is why I give back and why I'm so passionate about um, doing everything I can for the organization. That's great. I love they believe in you, and and that's what that's what uh, it's all about. You want to find a place that you enjoy going to. Who likes to you know wake up and go to a place that they're miserable at? And yeah. that, that I can't say that. Um, I get to laugh, cut up with a you know a great team. Um, we have a great time. We uh, we do a lot of good stuff. Uh, we work hard, um, and at the end of the day, um, that's what the future is, and and it's to grow. Um, that's that's what we hope happens, or that's what I hope happens the next um, moving forward. And it will happen. Yeah, <laughs> you get to choose that. Absolutely. <laughs> so, Greg, let's talk about
0: credit score for a few minutes. Sure. If someone Maybe doesn't have the best credit score. What are some things that they can do to improve that? I mean, obviously, they need some advice. So sure. maybe coming to us at the best first step. But what are some pieces of advice that you give people to improve their
1: credit score? Yeah, so absolutely. The biggest thing I always tell people if they say, "Hey, you know, I've, you know, I've got some cha- credit challenges and things that have come up," I always tell them to come in because the biggest thing that we can do is we look at credit every single day. That's um, right. You know. Not a lot of industries are able to kind of look through and see that. So we've got a lot of insight in telling people, hey, if you did, you know, a lot of times people have, you know, very little um, derogatory marks. Uh, They may have a Sprint bill or some type of utility bill that never got paid. And it's very minimal, um, you know, three or four hundred dollars, but it's bringing down their score hundreds of points. um, And we tell them, hey, if you just clean that little part up, your score within the next three, four months should shoot up. Um, significantly and, th- and that's the benefit is you come to us, we can give you some good advice um, and a lot of times too, we're able to just help you out even while you're in the middle of trying to rebuild credit and the biggest, I tell people this all the time, um, the best way to rebuild credit is getting an auto loan, Right, showing that's some right. consistent um, pay- payments on time um, with a loan um, is going to d- just do nothing but help your credit.
0: Exactly. And some people think that they're being held back by their credit, but that doesn't stop them from moving forward with what
1: they want, which is getting a car loan. And people need a car. So that's the biggest yeah. thing. So you have to have, I got to be able to provide with my family and how do I get to work with a car? So you have to have a vehicle to be able to provide and do anything. So um, to be able to even restart, you need a vehicle, you need wheels. So. Um, you're going to have to bite the bullet at some point, and this is the best way to kind of just again reestablish yourself a lot of times. Uh, you may pay a little bit more, and we're, we're honest and transparent about that. Hey, You're probably going to pay a little bit more, but at the end of the day, it's just going to help you and benefit you to where the next time you know, you're in a way better situation. Exactly, and
0: imagine will the, where they will be credit-wise in six months, in 12 months, in two years. That way, they have more choices and more options when that comes around. Yeah, so
1: I mean, we've seen it um, totally transform lives. Yeah, uh, to be quite frank with you, uh, you know, many people have come in, you know, you know, low five hundreds, and have been able to, you know, jump their score up within six, eight months, sometimes even a year, um, into the seven hundreds, and uh, it's just amazing to see they come in and then you know they go from a, you know, 19 percent interest rate to the single digits, which is a pretty awesome thing to see.
0: Exactly, and it gives them so many more options in their life. For example, they might not be able to purchase a house at first, yeah. especially if they have no credit. And because of the fact that they're building that credit with a car loan, then they have that option.
1: And they have that history, and that's what lenders, exactly. um, whether they're in the mortgage industry or you're in the auto industry, banks, they're looking for somebody who has made on-time, consistent payments, right? They're trusting you to give you. Um, they're putting the risk out on you, and they want to know that. Hey, what's their track record? What What have they done? Um, and if you've got some current, you know, stuff that has showed, hey, I may have had some hiccups in the past, but hey, I've been haven't missed, you know, payments since, and I've been, you know, they 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 can see that on the on the report, so that helps um, significantly when it comes to, like you said, buying a house, you know, getting a, a different car if you wanted to do that, so. Exactly. What would you
0: consider as a good credit score? Now, that's going to vary because there's different sources you could pull from. What would you say
1: is a decent credit score? Decent credit score. There, there's different levels, right? So your your good to decent credit scores is anywhere 650 or above, um, and then obviously you've got your Air A plus, which is 800 and above. Yeah. Um, and then again. If you, I would never try to discourage somebody like, oh, I'm in, you know, I'm not even, not even a 600. I'm in, I'm a 500. That's okay. Again, you have to start somewhere exactly. to, be able to get to. At, we've all started when we were zero. So everybody was a zero. True, at some point. You're right. So, <laughs> uh, you got to start somewhere to just get better.
0: Exactly. And just like you said, even if they are a 500 or. Less than
1: less than 650 they can still get an auto loan absolutely so we work with so many that's the benefit of Kate's too yeah um, we've been in business for so long 90 plus years and so the relationships that we've been able to build with local national lenders um, is way more and um, again those relationships are different than any other dealership in town um, and we have more we have more resources at our disposal to be able to just help people with second chance uh, financing um, and to be able to actually put them in a vehicle where other dealerships just flat out tell them, hey, you're not approved. We're able to come through and that, that's a very uh, rewarding thing when you tell somebody and they're, you know, wondering, they're sitting there, I don't know if I'm gonna get approved for this car. Yeah, and that's they're, right. <laughs> they're just stressing to the max, right? And you're able to go out there and be like, hey man, you're good to go, I got you approved, let me give you the good news. And, and it's just an exciting
0: thing for people. Exactly, and you get to be a part of that so often. Yeah, And for some people, it seems silly. They walk in, they know they're going to get approved. Or right. they just don't even question it. Right. But there are some people where not only does that change their day, but that changes their entire perspective on life. For sure. Now, they still need to make good choices afterwards. Absolutely. But this can help them either get on track for the right track or get them back on track for where they want to be. And that way they have such a better... Not
1: not a better life, but they have the options and the choices down the road. For sure, it just puts them in a better position uh, moving forward, and that's at the end of the day what we want for people who are you know in that credit, you know, getting that reestablished or you know, they've had some credit challenges in the past. At the end of the day, we just want to help them succeed and you know and be able to put them in a vehicle and put them in a good position. That's great. I love that. Why do
0: you think that great Why do you think that Gates is such a great fit for? anybody here in
1: Michiana so again it's just the way how you would want to be treated um, I'm not I'm not saying that I don't know the other dealerships I I know from stories from customers I right? have never shopped anywhere else by True. so that yeah. <laughs> I, I may be a little bit biased in that um, however I do know how we do business and that's what I can tell um, just every customer wondering hey should I go here should I go there um, if you come to come to us you know, we're gonna treat you right, we're gonna treat you fair, um, you're gonna have a good experience, we're, we're happy, we're smiling, you're gonna hear a lot of laughs throughout the whole time while you're buying the car, which is advantageous. If you're <laughs> laughing, I'm laughing, everybody's <laughs> laughing. Um, and, and that's at the end of the day what we want you to have. We want you to just have a good experience, feel like you got a nice car, you know a lot about your car. A lot of the, uh, the salespeople, especially that we have right now, are very knowledgeable on the product that we have, which sure leaves customers, you know, feeling like they know what they bought uh it's that it's it's frustrating uh when you get a customer i've never bought from you and they trade in their vehicle and they trade it in and they hand you the key and they say well i'm glad the new car has remote start and you look at the key and it had remote start on it the whole time and I didn't know it cuz that's happened uh, many many times
0: and that's just But a, no one ever showed them no one ever when, showed when them.
1: they bought it somewhere else no one showed them what it was. Right, or they just here's the key, see you later type of uh, attitude. And and we don't we, we definitely don't have that uh that mindset, so that's awesome. What would you say
0: uh when when someone's buying a car and they come to Gates to buy a car,
1: what can they expect from us? They can expect to um that they're gonna be treated right, they're gonna be treated fair, um, that we're gonna have what they're looking for, and if we don't, we're gonna find what they're looking for. Um, that's a lot of times, if it's something specific and very niche, uh, we have the oppor- we have the opportunity to go out and find exactly what they want, um, which a lot of other dealerships, if they don't have it, you know, go go somewhere else and get it, is, yeah. is the attitude, and, we, and we, we, don't, uh, we don't treat it that way. Exactly, we don't operate
0: that way, not at all. Now, since you're an expert on Tahoe, Sure. Let's talk okay. about trim levels on the Tahoe. Yeah. <laughs> so, what trim levels are available? What options are available?
1: Let's just talk about that for a few yeah, minutes. Yeah, the new Tahoe, the new styling on the new body style is gorgeous. Um, they've got a totally redesign, um, give you a bunch of new room in the back. Everybody was always worried about, hey, I'm not gonna have any cargo room. Um, but they didn't sacrifice any space either. So that's the other cool thing. Um, But just to speak about the outside of the vehicle, it's just a sharp looking, slim, they've kind of just made everything very, the headlights, they've totally redesigned that. That's right. The grill, um, everything looks very good there. Um, so, a couple different trim levels you got. You got the LT. Um, you have the RST, which is an appearance uh, package. Um, you've got your your premier uh, trim level, and then you've got a High Country, um, which is a, the very top of the line. Um, we actually have one available if anybody's looking for <laughs> yeah. one. We've got a red High Country available. Stop not by for. Chevy World. Shout out. <laughs> yeah. Available. One of our two vehicles that we have. Yeah, so. you're right.
0: <laughs> one of two. <laughs> Come pick it up.
1: Won't w- be there. What's available on the high country? So the high country comes with um, some badging that our high country badging inside. It gives you all the top of the line tech. Um, gives you heads up display. Gives you the huge panoramic sunro- sunroof. Gives you um, you know uh, it's got charging for your phone, wireless charging, wireless Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. That's cool. Which is very cool. It's a feature that that they've put in the other trim levels as well. Um, they come with the just. All the extras, um, every feature: heated and cooled seats, heated steering wheel. I mean, they're just loaded up to the gills uh, on the High Country. Everything you could want. Uh, it has all the safety, the 360 camera all the way around. The three, uh, it's got the uh, rear view uh, camera. Just a bunch of different things um, that the
0: High Country brings. That's cool. My dad was in town a few weeks ago, and and his rental was a a, a new Tahoe. Okay. I think it was an LT. Okay. And I got a chance to drive
1: and I was like, crap, dude. And I was thinking,
0: how come I didn't ask Greg to drive his sooner? Right, exactly. <laughs> what was I thinking?
1: <laughs> What's crazy is uh, even the LTs, when you get into them, that's what I drive, you I mean, to the difference is is very minimal. They they even those ones are loaded up and you feel like, whoa, yeah. what am I this is there's a lot of stuff in this thing, so it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. What kind of uh, black black tie event am I going to in exactly. this? Exactly. <laughs> that's great. So Greg, there's a lot of stuff that we cover today. And let's
1: talk about you for a few more minutes. Yeah, what what is it that inspires you? So I'd say the biggest thing that inspires me um, would be my family uh, to just push every single day. Um, if shout you know, out to Greg's family. Shout out to Greg's shout family. Shout out to Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, Chelsea, newlyweds. Yeah, uh, no, just to, just to push um, every day for them. Um, God's been a great inspiration for me. I can't. That's great. Uh, His impact in my life. Um, is huge, Um, it's something that has uh, pushed me as well. Um, But those two things um, is what I think has inspired me to kind of just be who I am and the passion that I have for the business. That's
0: awesome. Well, Greg, I think we're going to draw this episode to a close. And it's been fun. Jordan. I know. Is, is there anybody you want to shout out specifically, whether it's people we work with, uh, family members, maybe whether it's listening, or maybe someone in here in the community?
1: Yeah, I think uh, it's just a shout out to the family again. Chelsea. Shout out to family. the family. Shout out to Three Chelsea. girls. Shout out to the girls. Uh, my house is covered in pink, because, <laughs> yeah. as you can imagine, with four women that I live with. Um, no, but And shout out to the team that I work with. Um, shout out to the team. Chevy team, the finance team. Chevy team, finance Chevy team. team, finance team yeah. Chevy world.
0: Uh, Shout out to Gates Chevy World. Yeah. So just a push for them. That's great. Greg, thank you for making time today to make this happen. I cannot thank you enough for coming here and doing this. Uh, so thank you for doing this. And I hope we can do it again sometime. Absolutely. Thank you. Cool. Awesome, man. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for tuning in today and listening to the Car Talk presented by Gates Automotive, where we talk about everything car-related from buying, selling, to financing, and servicing. Huge thank you to Greg for coming on today and making this happen, fitting in his schedule. Thanks for listening.